first episode of Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. I am your host, Julie Eisentrager, and with me, I have... It's me, KB. It's you, KB. You might have heard our voices before. Maybe. You'll hear them again plenty of times. Now, today, we decided our first episode kind of has to be our namesake. Well, it would be weird if it wasn't. It would be weird if it wasn't. So, we're going to have a chat about Elvis. We are. We're not going to have a chat about Elvis every week. No, just to be clear. Just to be clear. Not every week. No, we're going to go through a lot of different conspiracy theories because we love them. We do. And we will have to definitely revisit Elvis. Yes. Like. Absolutely. We'll ha- we'll go back and forth. Um, but today's episode is quite exciting. Yeah. Now, we are sorry if you can hear a fan in the background, but it's Queensland and it's, it's real summer. Hot. So you're going to have to deal. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. the end of the disclaimer. You're just <laughs> going to have to deal with yeah. it. You'll get used to it. Now, There'll be some weird hum in the background. The, yeah, there might be a weird hum. You have to excuse us. These are not, we should say, our theories. They are, they're not our theories. We are not making up conspiracy theories on this podcast. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. Um, but we enjoy reading and researching and listening to them. And now we want to talk about it. Yeah, it's always a fun time, right? Yeah. All right, let's have a look at Elvis. We're going to start with who he was, what we know. Yeah, tell me about Elvis Presley. What do you know about Elvis um, Presley? He was a singer. Oh, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Crushing it. He wore a white jumpsuit. Crushing it. He Just had, is that all he wore? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. All day, every day, nothing else. Um, he had cool hair. He had cool moves. He kind of, like, changed rock and roll. He did. He was the king. Of he was the rock. king. So, Elvis Aaron Presley, born July. It's not July. It's not July. It's not. It does start with a J, though. What does it? What is it then? Is January. It, oh, I was like June. No, January. January eighth, nineteen thirty-five. I think we can safely say he was the king of pop. I mean, we still talk. It's twenty nineteen, and we still say he is the king of rock and roll. It's true. Well-known little buddy he was. So he was born in... Well-known little buddy. He was a well-known just little buddy. Um, He was born in Mississippi, but relocated to Memphis, Tennessee with his family when he was only 13. Mm -hmm. Uh, His music career began in 1954. He started recording at the Sun Records with producer Sam Phillips. His energised interpretations of songs and sexually provocative Ooh, dance style. stop it. I know. Combined with a singularly potent mix of influences across colour lines during a transformative era in race relations made him the king. Yeah. It made him so, so popular and um, quite controversial. In fact, his pelvis thrusts mm. were known to make the ladies faint. I know. Can you imagine if these days somebody pelvis thrusted and just everyone around them collapsed? Crossover. Do you know who could pelvis thrust and make us collapse? Zac Efron. <laughs> just so you guys know, uh, there might be a lot of talk of Zac Efron on this podcast as well. Because, you know what? Unlike musicals taught me everything I know. Mm. We don't have anyone to stop us, KB. We don't. <laughs> we don't at all. going to be a good time. <laughs> In November 1956, Presley made his film debut in Love Me Tender, and not long after starting his movie career, he was drafted into military service. What? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, so 1958 was um, 
when he was drafted. And then not too long after, Presley relaunched his recording career just just a just a two just a couple years later yeah wow. um with some of his most commercially successful work maybe he just needed a bit of a break you know? he did he just needed a little bit of wartime break <laughs> just a little bit of wartime just, break just a holiday really Whoa. uh jump forward to 73 and presley gave his first co- concert by a solo artist Whoa. which was broadcast around the world Aloha from Hawaii. He <laughs> picked a good place, honestly. He did. If you're gonna, Hawaii's beautiful. Where should we live broadcast from? Mm-hmm. The beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Presley is still one of the most celebrated and influential musicians. He won three competitive Grammys and received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award at age 36. Whoa, that's really young. We still have time, KB. We have time. We've got time. Not even like a small amount, like a significant amount. Yeah, we've got a while. Uh, and he has been inducted into multiple musical halls of fame. Of course. So, as we know, mm-hmm. things take a little sour turn. I know, it's very sad. Guys, if you don't know what's coming next, I apologise, but you really should. So. <laughs> As many very famous performers do, Elvis turned to prescription medication to ease the load. He took meds to help him sleep, some to help him wake up, and to be honest, a bunch more that I have no idea what they're actually for. No. No. If you have a look at his toxicology report, you're like, I don't know what these are. Yeah. Um, Elvis had well and truly become addicted to prescription medications. Twice during the 1970... Sorry. Twice during 1973. the year of 1973. (laughs) The ultimate 1973. (laughs) He overdosed on barbiturates, spending three days in a coma in his hotel suite after the... and after the first incident and towards the end of 1973, he was hospitalised semi-comatose from the effects of a pethidine addiction. That's a lot. Now, if you don't know what pethidine does, Google it. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> uh, according to his primary care physician, Dr. George C. Nicolopoulos. Well done, Julie. Thank you. I just happen to know what that name is. <laughs> don't. Yes. I don't, know. Don't give yourself no credit for that. That was well done. Presley felt that by getting drugs from a doctor, he wasn't that common everyday junkie um, getting, you know, his yeah. stuff off the street. Um, since his comeback, he had staged more live shows with each passing year, and 1973 saw 168 concerts. That's a lot. Now, 168 concerts, I would probably need something. Yeah, that's like more than three a week because that's a, a lot of adrenaline at night that you're trying yeah. to sleep through and then you're trying and to you're get up again yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot yikes. so it's apparently his busiest schedule ever um and despite his failing health in 74 he undertook another intensive touring schedule like year uh, one year after the other it's too it's a lot no, no, no. it's a lot yeah Presley's condition declined, and in September, keyboardist Tony Brown remembered the singer's arrival at a University of Maryland concert. He said he fell out of the limousine to his knees, people jumped to help, and he pushed them away, like, don't help me. He walked on stage and held onto the mic for the first 30 minutes, like it was a, a post. Uh, everybody's looking at each other like, is this tour going to happen? Yeah. Guitarist John Wilkinson recalled, he was all gut. He was slurring. He was so fucked up. It was obvious he was drugged. It was so obvious that there was something terribly wrong with his body. It was so bad. The words to the songs were barely intelligible. I remember crying. He could barely get through the introductions. 
Um, Wilkinson recounted that a few nights later in Detroit, I watched him in his dressing room, just draped over a chair, unable to move. So often I thought, boss, why don't you just cancel the tour and take a year off? I mentioned something once in a guarded moment and he patted me on the back and said, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Mm, So tough. Like if you're working yourself to the bone... And the music lifestyle isn't necessarily one of sleep and no. exercise <laughs> and going to bed early. Morning and, yoga. Yeah. No. no. And especially not on the road. I mean, for any type of entertainer, that's a lot. No. And the, the fact that there was something still within him that wanted to either share what he had. I don't know what his drive was. No. So was it to share what he had? Was it the money? Like... It's hard to tell what his motivation was just to keep pushing through, even though he was so, so sick. Well, the people. The people have bought the tickets. They're waiting for it. Who knows? And, like, he would have felt... uh, You can only imagine he would have felt rubbish. Yeah. 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 Powering through. Good on it. Poor buddy. So... In 1976, Elvis took up with a new girlfriend. So this is after his marriage and everything had failed and he was divorced. Took up with new girlfriend Ginger Alden. He proposed to Alden and gave her an engagement ring two months later. That's that's quick, Elvis. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say no, would I you? I mean, you wouldn't say no. <laughs> I wouldn't say If no. Elvis is like... I'd be like, yes, I'm married. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right now, I do. <laughs> yeah, prenup? No, don't even. Let's go. Um, journalist Tony Sherman wrote that by early 1977, Presley had become a grotesque caricature of his sleek, energetic former self. Hugely overweight, his mind dulled by a pharmacopoeia he daily ingested, he was barely able to pull himself through his abbreviated concerts. It is interesting to see photos of him in very similar costumes mm-hmm. and outfits and being like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe we change the style as you get <laughs> as you get older. Let's, let's, go let's older. say older. Yeah. Let's say older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in a way, it's kind of sad of like you're holding on to something. Oh, you'd feel awful. You'd feel I know. <laughs> on a personal note, I've been handed a costume that I've once worn because yes. a costuming team have gone, you've worn this before, it'll fit you. And then I've like stepped into it. And in my head, I've gone, oh no, I've elvised. I've elvised. <laughs> it's now a term that we use. Um, Get on not, board. Hashtag Elvis. Hashtag Elvis. Um, yeah, it would have been so. Uh, degrading in a lot of ways. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. Um, on the evening of August 16th, 1977, Presley was was scheduled to fly out of Memphis to begin another tour. That afternoon, Ginger Alden discovered him in an unresponsive state in a bathroom, um, on the floor. According to her eyewitness account, Elvis looked as if his entire body had completely frozen in a seated position while using the commode and then fallen forward in that fixed position. Slight, like, warrior of mine, to be honest. Um, It was clear from the time that whatever hit him to the moment he landed on the floor, Elvis hadn't moved. Attempts to revive him failed and his death was officially pronounced at 3.30pm at the Baptist Memorial Hospital. Presley's funeral was held at Graceland on Thursday, August 18th, and about, get this, Mm. 80,000 people lined the processional bridge to Forest Hill Cemetery. 80,000. Also, can you imagine? (laughs) 
this is not reverent, but imagine having to get somewhere in that traffic. <laughs> no, like, that's a lot of, it's a lot that's of, a lot people. of people. Um, so Presley was buried next to his mum, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Following an attempt to steal the singer's body <laughs> in late August, they didn't even really wait till the soil settled. No. Remains of both Presley and his mother were reburied in Graceland's Meditation Garden on October 2nd. That's full on. It well, is full on. You have to, like, change the burial plot because people... Because can you stop stealing Elvis? Yeah! Thank you. That's... Wow. I don't like even driving past cemeteries, let alone digging graves up. Oh, you I don't? Guess. I know. It's crazy. Who would have thought? Your hobby's not, oh, let's just steal a body today. Yeah, no, surprisingly, oh. actually. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. The things you learn about your friends. I know. It's if you, uh, that, that's a surprise to you, Julie. I'm sorry that that is, like, yeah. Oh, it's shocking. I know. We haven't really talked about what we no. do in our spare time, but it's not that. Okay. So. okay good. <laughs> just All right. We have off. different hobbies. Then. I mean, what? Um, so when we have a look at the cause of death for what is reported as his cause of death. Yes. Nothing ever says drug overdose. Not specifically, no. No, which I find interesting. Yeah, there's people that have gone back since and gone... It's probably a drug overdose. But we'll have a look. So, while an autopsy undertaken the same day Presley died was still in progress, Memphis medical examiner Dr. Jerry Francisco announced that the immediate cause of death was cardiac arrest. So, we haven't even finished the autopsy yet. And this guy's like, oh, um, it was a heart attack. I mean, to be fair, if you look at reports of of what Elvis was eating at the time. I know, but how delicious. (laughs) If you do look at reports of what Elvis was eating and you're not on a diet... Try yourself up some Elvis. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not super, like it was obviously. A, it was a coming. Plausible cause. Of you death. look at how big he got in such short time, but then yeah. again, we don't know that could have been from medication as well. Yes, because he took a lot, no. and I'm probably sure you shouldn't mix some of those. No. no. Anyway, tell us more. Uh, I'll tell, tell you more. more. Um, when if if uh, blah, 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 not that when asked if drugs were involved, he declared that drugs played no role in Presley's death. In fact, drug use was heavily implicated. Presley's death, writes Gralnick. A pair of lab reports filed two months later strongly suggested that polypharmacy was the primary cause of death. One reported 14 drugs in Elvis's system, 10 in significant quantity. That is... That is a lot. Yeah. If you were to to do that to me now, I'm pretty sure there'd only be one. Yeah. Yeah. And even so, like, mixing even just three or four different mm-hmm. types. Yeah. Because you, you have to imagine he would have both uppers and downers, downers in, in him at the same time, yeah. which is insane. You'd send your body crazy. Um, in 1979, forensic pathologist Cyril Wecht conducted a review of reports and concluded that a combination of central nervous system depressants had resulted in Presley's accidental death. Forensic historian and pathologist Michael Baden viewed the situation as complicated. Elvis had had an enlarged heart for a long time. That, together with his drug habit, caused his death. But it was difficult to diagnose and it was a judgment call. Um, The competence and ethics of two centrally involved medical professionals were seriously questioned. Dr. Francisco Francisco, had offered a cause of death before opti... These are hard. you're doing well with like medical Thank you. terminology. Thank you. I'm really proud of me right now too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
before the autopsy was complete and claimed that the underlying ailment was cardiac arrhythmia, a condition that can be determined only in someone who is still alive. So he's like, this happened, but he dead. So, bye. Impossible. Impossible. A condition that can be determined... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. You know, covered it. And denied drugs played any part in Presley's death before toxicology results were known. That's a funny thing for a coroner to do, is it not? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's not great. Um, allegations of a cover-up were widespread, as they would be if you were announcing that before the yes. toxicology was out. In 1981, trial of Presley's main physician, Dr. George Nicolopoulos, exonerated him of criminal liability for the singer's death. The facts were startling. In the first eight months of 1977 alone, he had prescribed more than 10,000 doses of sedatives, amphetamines, and narcotics, all in Elvis's name. His license was suspended for three months and it was permanently revoked in the 1990s after Tennessee Medical Board brought new charges over prescription. Fair. Yeah! Yeah, fair. 10,000. 10, like, I don't care who you are. You probably shouldn't do it. No. I feel like Michael Jackson was probably a similar similar case where it doesn't matter yeah. who's asking you for the drugs. That's don't quite do a lot. Like, even if you were taking three different types of medication once a day, every day for a year. Yeah. That's still not like 10,000 doses. Thousands off 10,000 yeah. doses. In 1994, the Presley autopsy report was reopened and Dr. Joseph Davis, who conducted thousands of autopsies as Miami-Dade County coroner, declared at its completion, there is nothing in any of the data that supports a death from drugs. In fact, everything points to a sudden violent heart attack. However, in the last years, some apparent new evidence came about of his death. More recent research has revealed that it was only Dr. Francisco who told the news people that Elvis apparently died of heart failure. In fact, the doctors could say nothing with confidence until they got the results back from the laboratories, if then. So everyone's really keen for this heart attack idea without finding out actual results. Yeah. And I guess, too, like, as someone who's so public a figure... You want to get yeah. You, you want to you want to spit something out, but at the same time, you want to be thorough. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would be a matter of weeks until the laboratories came out. That is, one of the examiners, Dr. E. Eric Muirhead, could not believe his ears. Francisco had not only presumed to speak for the hospital's team of pathologists; he had announced a conclusion that had not reached. Early on, a meticulous discretion of the body confirmed that Elvis was chronically ill with diabetes, glaucoma, and constipation. <gasps> Can you imagine if he died of a fart attack? <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. I just want them to say fart attack. Fart attack. <laughs> That's the official technical <laughs> medical term. What is that from? Parks and Rec? I think so. I just want them to say, yeah, I just want them to say Jerry had a fart attack. Yeah. <laughs> As they proceeded, the doctors saw evidence that his body had been racked over a span of years by a large and consistent stream of drugs. They also studied his detoxification, oh, sorry, his hospital records, which included two admissions for de drug detoxification and methadone treatments. Whoa. You think if you had one, you wouldn't be going back? No. Therefore, Frank Coffley is of the opinion that it, a plausible cause of Elvis's death is a phenomenon called the Valsvar Manoeuvre, essentially straining on the toilet leading to a heart stoppage, plausible because Elvis suffered constipation. 
Julie, I think you just got what you wanted. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get what I want, but I do. <laughs> also, that's like him like pushing so hard. He yeah. Caused a heart attack. Yeah. That's a big deal, guys. I'm never gonna careful. go to the bathroom again. Careful with your poops. Way. Careful with your poops, guys. Hey. Uh, in similar terms, Dr. Den Warlock, who was present at the autopsy, believes Presley's chronic constipation, the result of years of c- prescription drug abuse and high-fat, high-cholesterol gorging, brought on what's known as the Velsalvers Maneuver. Put simply, the straining of attempting to defecate compressed the singer's abdominal aorta, shutting down his heart. We promise we're adults, but, but we'll <laughs> laugh at the word defecate. <laughs> defecate. Do you know, as a kid, I thought desiccated coconut was poop. Was defecated coconut. <laughs> was coconut poop. That's what you were eating. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. I won't tell you how old I was when three, I realised. 27. 23! <laughs> Sorry, Julie, I just directed all. Everyone knows now. <laughs> the things you learn on a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> However, in 2013, so we're getting pretty recent now, yeah. Dr. Forrest Tennant, who had testified as a defence witness in Nicolopoulos' trial, described his own analysis of all Presley's available medical records. He concluded that Presley's drug abuse had led to falls, head trauma, and overdoses that damaged his brain. Oh, man, we've got another one. Another one. And that his death was due in part to a toxic reaction to codeine exacerbated by an undetected liver enzyme defect. Right which can cause sudden cardiac arrhythmia. DNA analysis in 2014 of a hair sample uh, purported to be Presley's found evidence of genetic variants that can lead to glaucoma, migraines, and obesity, a crucial variant associated with the heart muscle disease, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy was also identified. So there's just a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. A lot of doctors' opinions. A a very sick man, I think. And, like... To be fair, he worked himself to the bone. It's oh, not yeah. surprising no, no, no. that he was. No, to be he real. was not a well man. No. But shall we have a chat about the conspiracies surrounding it. Elvis? Let's do it. So, the conspiracy around Elvis, surprisingly, not so much, is that he's still alive. What? I know, right? That's why our podcast is called Elvis Lives. Oh! You'd think I'd know that because I named it. You did not. You did name it? (laughs) I I did name it. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) Yeah, so, look, Elvis died now over 40 years ago yeah i can't do math yeah Yeah. people are still pretty adamant that he is walking around alive and well um there have been groups set up like the elvis sighting society that uh monitors these occurrences um and make sure that people know about them and like in this day and age of of facebook there's now uh what's it called elvis presley is alive facebook page wow yeah so look 
Um, with sightings from supermarkets to his own 82nd and 84th birthday celebrations. You like, know what? You would go to your own birthday. You would go to your own birthday. But 82 and 84 seem like two very strange... Like, I mean, he missed the 80th. <laughs> he missed 80. He might not turn up to 85. Like, they're the milestone yeah. ones. No, well, that would be too conspicuous. You'd and expect true. to see him at his 80th. Plus, these are tributes at his own home in, in Graceland. Um... Devoted followers of the king are, are pretty determined to find the truth. <laughs> now, there have been a lot of, I guess, I'm going to call them mini conspiracies within this conspiracy. Okay. And when I go through them, I'll do like 1.1, 1.2, because it's all part of the same deal. But right. it's like, it's different people normal. though. Different people, different people, different kind of, like, the main conspiracy is that Elvis is alive. Yeah, and there have been heaps of books and television series dedicated to both uh, debunking this theory and supporting it, as well as a TV movie. Yeah, a TV movie, guys, called Elvis Lives, um, like us. Um, I just want to read you the summary of the TV movie okay. plot. All right. I'm prepared. Plagued by a heavy drug addiction and his failing voice, the king is desperate to make things right with himself, his deceased brother, and God. His attempts to get back on track are thwarted, however, after he helps the cops bring down a powerful crime syndicate, putting his family in danger and sending him on a journey that will change his life forever. Oh my goodness. How great is that? Yeah! That's so great. Um... Yeah, so uh, let's go through what the the mini conspiracies okay. within this right, conspiracy I'm ready. are. Are you ready? Number one. One point one, in fact, is Elvis needed to escape the mafia and is now in witness protection. Okay. And I, for, like, we'll discuss. No, I'm yep. just going to say it and then we'll discuss yep. them. Yeah. All right. Go. So, Gail Brewer Giorgio is the author of a book called "Is Elvis Alive." And she is determined to make sure that everyone knows that Elvis is an American hero who worked undercover for the FBI in order to infiltrate the crime syndicate called the Fraternity. Whoa. Yeah, this is epic. Like, this sounds <laughs> like a movie. I now see why they made Skin it into scary. a um, Now, she's written a whole book about it. Mm-hmm. Lots of people love it. Lots of people believe it. But the FBI has said, look, there's 168, I think it is, files on Elvis that they have made public. And not a single one of them talk about the fact that he was undercover. They talk about how he, like, he obviously had a, a, a lot of admiration for the FBI. He yeah. did tours of the headquarters yeah. and everything. But not a single one of these files. But... Uh, Gail has the proof. Can you imagine her being like, has the proof. yeah, the FBI doesn't, but what about the CIA? Oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. How classified are we talking? Like, really classified? Like, really, really super? Really. It's in that, in that the, what is it, the president's oh, secret? Yeah. To, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. file office thing there every... The FBI talk. doesn't know. Yeah. The FBI doesn't know what they speak of. Um, yeah, so that's that one. We'll go into that yeah. discussion later. 1.2 is Elvis faked his own death to boost record sales. So apparently his record sales weren't doing so well, even though he was touring uh, the world a hundred million times. So he thought, you know what, I'll then go it. You know what, if I fake my own death, people will buy out of sympathy. That is 
ridiculous. Well, considering how popular Elvis still is now. Good point. Good point. Well, yeah. He yeah. could have gone so far down yeah. in our own, like, we, we could end up hating him. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's a pretty mm. decent theory when you think about it. I like that it. one. I'm going to um, pick my fave. You're going to pick my fave. I'm okay. going to pick my fave. Um, 1.3 is that Elvis faked his own death to get out of the limelight. Again, another one you can kind of... Better, yeah. Yeah, you can kind of... It was taking its toll. Touring was a lot. He was under a lot lot of pressure and having a lot of drugs. And so he was like, you know what? I'm out. But the only way to get out is to fake my own death. (sighs) Whoa. Um, 1.4 I call the evidence is in the tombstone. (laughs) So people are pretty sure that... Elvis is alive purely based on the fact that his tombstone, uh, his middle name is spelt wrong. Mm-hmm. In that it has two A's in Aaron and not one A. Mm-hmm. But people have come back saying, look, it was always spelt with two A's when he was younger. He just yeah. changed it when he got older. So it's not really uh, a, like... He preferred it. He preferred it. He was it. like, oh, guys, he spelled it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of thing. Um, there are also interviews with like Lisa Marie Presley yeah. where um, she slipped up slightly and that she was like, he said the other day instead of, oh, talking to Oprah, you said the other day. You know, Uh, these things happen. So people are like, he said the other day? What did he say? What did he say? He's alive. Do you know know how the name Aaron came to be his middle name? How? His brother. So Elvis was actually a twin. He died in utero. Yeah, so he had a stillborn twin brother whose name was going to be Aaron. That's really cute. It is very cute. I mean, it makes the TV movie uh, summary kind of crazy weird in that he was avenging his deceased brother. But that's cool. Yeah. We're going to go into discussion later. Yeah, take that <laughs> womb. <laughs> um, so the, my, the final theory, and uh, my favourite, I think, so you can choose your favourite, okay, but this all is right, my You tell me your favourite. Is that Elvis appears as an extra in the movie Home Alone and therefore couldn't have died when they say he died. The movie came out in 1990. So uh, they believe that he is the character, Catherine O'Hara is having a argument with yes. the, the guy in the airport. Yeah. And there's a guy in a turtleneck and a sports coat behind Ooh. her. And they believe that Elvis Presley that's that, that guy. Is that guy. Um, what I love about this one is that uh, Chris Columbus, who was the director of the film, and Harry Potter. That's why I love him. Um, <laughs> all the good stuff. All, all the good, good stuff. stuff. Home Alone, all Harry Potter. All the bangers. Um, and many other things. <laughs> Mr. Columbus, you're very, very good. Uh, I don't want to not put that out there. Um, is that he has said in an interview, if Elvis Presley was on my set, I think I would know about it. Yeah. Um, but no, he just snuck in there. and they, he's Elvis. They, he they, have found, he, they, can, he, they have found the actor who played that <laughs> yeah. particular extra role. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't Elvis. Presley. And he's like, nah. As far as I know, I'm not Elvis. Um, but <laughs> that is my uh, my favourite one. Wow. And so I thought I'd just sh- I'd go through the... The sightings. So many sightings. So many sightings. So many sightings. So the most notable sightings and the earliest known is that he was seen at Memphis International Airport um, where a guy that looked like Elvis used his pseudonym that he used to book hotels under, John Burroughs. So they were like, he's using the pseudonym. He looks like Elvis. It's Elvis. Poor guy. It's his actual name. And it's actual name. (laughs) Or maybe... It was Elvis. We don't know. 
Um, then there was a series of sightings in, like, the late 80s, all in Michigan, uh, where it was, like, a supermarket, a Burger King, and, like, places that anybody would frequent, but Burger King was one of his favourite places. Yeah. So it got a, a little bit, like, um out of control to the point that the Weekly World News um, which is a, a funny publication they don't really take yeah. news seriously yeah. I was like is this the same Started. publication that publicised Bad Boys? Yeah um, is, it is actually yeah. um, they started uh, posting publications about Elvis sightings because of how much it had become yeah. kind of uh, out of the ball. Our Home Alone's in there um where's the other one the uh just filling no, guys it's just the filling. 82nd and 85th 84th why can't i say 84th right fourth fifth um his birthday tributes uh have probably been the most recent uh display of like pictures being circled and it's definitely this guy who potentially could be uh, the groundskeeper we don't know 100% was. was the groundskeeper, yes, was the groundskeeper. Um, there, but there were actually people that were like if it's not Elvis then it's his brother yeah. who obviously also <laughs> didn't exist so look there's lots yeah. of different uh, ideas. I've, there's a lot of different research in there too. I'm sure we'll post the that one, in the yeah, um, we'll pop it in the show notes. Show notes. The the one for like the one that is the gardener. Yeah. Um. They again spoke to him. Yeah. And he was nah. Well then, I mean, I guess if you were Elvis, would you and you say? had a fake jewelry, <laughs> would you say actually, yeah, you caught me? Um, Bingo, got me. So there is like, I guess plausible <laughs> reasoning in there for people not to maybe believe it. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I think my favourite conspiracy theory yeah. would be would be that he faked his own death to get out of the limelight. It, yeah. The one that seems to make most logical sense to me that yeah. if he were to do it. And then all the sightings of course would make sense as well. Yeah. Um, but that would be if I if I were Elvis, yeah, and I had chosen to fake my own death, yeah. That would be my reason. I just love I love Home Alone because you've gone to so much effort <laughs> to fake your own death, <laughs> yeah. and then you're happy to be a featured extra in a very popular movie. <laughs> I mean, you don't know that no, it's going to be popular right. at the time. I think what oh. I really like about that one is that he's like I imagine him sitting in his like. In his little dungeon hideout, yeah. and then he's just sitting there crocheting a nice little teapot, cozy. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh man, I really liked back in the day when I did all that acting. Yeah. Oh, they were good times. Let's just give it a go. I'll grow I a mean, beard. <laughs> Nobody will notice. Everyone thinks I'm dead. Yeah. I hope. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna hit up a set of Chris Columbus film and see what it goes. Just see. What, I'll just walk on. I would just be an extra. I'm like, I don't even have to talk. I'll just be an extra. I'm just really there for the food truck anyway. <laughs> Aren't we all, though? Catering is what I'm there for. <laughs> Aren't we all? Look, I can understand why why people get very nostalgic. He changed the course of history, essentially, for music. And yeah. people get very attached. Yeah. And I, yeah. I definitely understand. And I also understand that... <laughs> A death on the toilet isn't very satisfying. No, you no, you can't. You don't not, want to grieve that. You don't want, and you don't want the king of rock and roll <laughs> to die on the toilet. No, especially because, like, in his heyday, he was super, super handsome yeah. and charismatic, and you don't want to think that all that hip thrusting ended up in a 
frozen pelvis right? falling off the toilet. So I get it. I personally haven't had a sighting of Elvis. Yeah, neither have I. So. Neither have I. But you never know. We might we might be in Graceland one day and we boom, Elvis will be like tap us on the shoulder and be like, hey, I heard you have that rad podcast about yeah. me. Would you consider redoing an episode so I can come on? And then I'll <laughs> guest on it and we'll 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 put these theories to the test. <laughs> and he'll, he'll come on and be like, I don't really want to talk about Elvis. Um, What do we think about Tesla and time travel? <laughs> and we'll be like, Elvis, <laughs> tell us more. You would know all things. <laughs> I am. Uh, oh, dear. There are, you yeah, look, I... Some are very plausible, and I I am all for hard, cold evidence. So if somebody can bring me uh, the witness protection documents that show me that Elvis Presley is alive, <laughs> then I will believe it. But That's this right. one for me is a little bit too out of the ball. I'm part. open, to, like I'm open to it. I'm open I'm to open, it. Yeah. If he's alive and he wants to come say hi, say hi. Yeah. Um, especially Elvis. If you are on socials, we're on Facebook <laughs> at Elvis Lives Podcast. Yes, and we have an email as well. Now, Elvis, get. Get your little pen and paper out yes. because it's Elvis Lives Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and even if you're not Elvis, feel free to, check you know, out. check us out, send rate, us subscribe, send us your thoughts yeah. and feelings yeah, on. Yeah, we want to hear yeah. what you guys think. I'm sure there's more conspiracies out there than Absolutely. what we've said. Absolutely. 100%, 100% there's more. more. And if you feel like we haven't even, like, touched the surface of this, maybe we're missing something the theory the maybe theory. we missed the theory maybe um send it in let us know let us know what other conspiracies you'd like us to cover because yeah. guys we got nothing but time <laughs> we're here it's true for we can a long even time. apparently go back in time and do it all again oh my goodness and have multiple episodes oh no ones. i'm really worried now it's crazy what if the, no mm-mm. guys Time travel's a problem for me. We're going to do a time travel conspiracy theory at a later date. Um, But, yeah, if you don't want to listen to us here, you can listen to us on other things. That's right. It's true. Just uh, look look up That's Not Canon Productions. We're on a few. See see what other cheeky podcasts. KB and I are a bit friendly on Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. I'm hanging around for a little podcast about fan fiction, Mm -hmm. dirty, smutty fan fiction, called And Then They Fucked. I'm like, do you know what? We're not allowed to swear on musicals, so which is our own rule. Which is our own rule. Yeah. And then we there was there was a few sweary swear words in in here, and I was like, yeah, I swear like I was about to go to go to the principal's office. I know. No, no, no. This (laughs) is uh, adults only. Yeah. Can't be freaking out the kiddies. No. (laughs) Uh, Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Hang in there for uh, our next episode. We're not going to tell you what it is yet. No. Because we don't know. Definitely not. I mean, the list of ones we have is all very big. It's a pretty big list. So hang in there and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.